Welcome back to season 11, episode 23 of the Digital Orthopedics Podcast, where we bring you the extraordinary lectures from Doctors of Experience 23. My name is Dr. Stefano Bini, and I will be your host for the podcast. The next segment will be hosted by Dr. Kevin Plancher, MD, and his first guest is Nana Court from the Netherlands as he talks about implementing an ASC strategy in Europe. Please join me as I welcome Dr. Plancher and Dr. Court to the DocSF stage. Can I have all my panelists come up, please? I'm Kevin Plancher from New York City, and we're going to do a little rumbling with robots and ASCs. So I need Nan Court up, I need Doug Fairbanks, Scott Stewart-Simpson, Jordan uh, from Depew, Stefan Kreuzer, Michael Ass, come on up. So our first speaker, we'll see we're on time. It's New York time to wake you up, okay? I'd like to introduce Dr. Cord Hales from Holland, and he's going to talk to you a little today about his European standalone ASC in Holland, Netherlands, and we'll hear what he's going to speak about, and then we'll tell you, and then we're going to have a very big panel and something. So it's nice to meet you, Dr. Cord. The stage is yours. Start the timer. Thank you very much for the introduction. I think it's time for action. Now, for two days, we already heard a lot of things, and we should connect the dots. We heard about mindset change, about metal trays, patient engagement platforms, AI. But now we need a field lab because we should show that we can implement that. This is my disclosure. It's not about metal. It's not about plastic, but it's partly about robotics. And robotics is very important. And there is a bias because I cannot operate anymore without any robotic arm assisted surgery. Because if I would operate without it, I wouldn't feel safe and I cannot be sure that I can guarantee the good outcome for my clients. And the robot is not a sewing machine. It gives me a lot of data and it has to improve my OR efficiency. And it really changes the pathway on the OR, but also the whole pathway of my clients. And I call them clients because I only treat hip and knee osteoarthritis, and those people are not sick, so they're not patients. And this is the first slide, because we're talking about an ASC. And this is the part I hate, the time. And I don't want to talk about time going faster. That's about the 1920s, the lean theory eh, from Toyota. It has to go faster and it's all about money. And we should not talk about faster. We should talk about first better and better quality and better quality, better efficiency. And that will lead to the financial part. I think that's very important. And the 23.9 is the hours they stay in our clinic. Every client comes in the day of surgery and the next day about 9.30, they are picked up. And all 2,300 plus patients went home the next day. It's all about patient expectation. So I'm sorry, it's not about ASC, but it's an outpatient surgical center we have. And for the ladies here, my apologies, and I brought some tulips from Holland. My name is Lana Kort. I'm an orthopedic surgeon since 2004, went out of the general system in 2017, and I started the clinic in 2018 
thinking about, hey, is this the care I want to give when I was in the general hospital? But most important thing is, if I need a hip or knee in 20 years, how do I want to be treated? I want the best arthroplasty, the best process, and most important, I'm not a hip or knee, I'm a person. I think that's very important. We do quite some research on PubMed, you can find it. We just published this basics in primary knee arthroplasty. We just uploaded our next book about fast track. Very nice collaboration with the European Hip Society, ACAS, and the Asian Orthopedic Society. And hopefully the next book will be the primary total knee arthroplasty. These are my young colleagues. And I think this is also important because if you want to do something new, you need ambassadors. And I have to educate the new generation. And that's important. And you see the text and I think that's important that you should educate the new generation in a new way of thinking. And that's about surgery. When they came in, they were stuck to me for six months in surgery, outward clinic, everything, because it's a completely different mindset than in a general hospital. The surgery going digital with the robotics. And normally you are 400% in the knee or the hip. Now you're 60, 70% looking at the screen instead of at the hip and knee. And it's really a big change. And educating them is very important because I want a reproducible outcome. And not only the surgery itself, but also the outcome from our clients. And in our outcome, you will see that there's not a big difference between, let's say, the first thing, surgery time. And that's strange because what happens normally, and one of them was first working in a hospital when he finished his orthopedic residency, he went directly to the OR on his own. There was no colleague. Strange. We should really educate them. What about the clinic? It's all about product leadership operational excellence, and customer intimacy. And this is very important, customer satisfaction. It's not about the money, but it's first about our client. If we do the right stuff, the next things will follow, and in the end, the financial part. This is different than a hospital. This is our clinic, the inside. It's all open. It's like coming home. One of the nice things is a couple of weeks ago, there came back at three weeks, a client, a lady. I operated her, gave her a hip or a knee. Her partner was with her and he told me the story. He said, when I was driving to your clinic, the day of surgery, he said, I had to lock the doors, close the window because I thought she would jump out of the car. The moment I came in your clinic, she was relaxed. I was relaxed, went home relaxed. And we all know the mind has a, a very important influence on the outcome. So this is totally different than a hospital. And then the OR, also important. We heard yesterday, it's about the pit stop. And the Dutch guy, Max Verstappen, we're doing almost the same thing. He earns a little bit more than I do. But that's important because the whole setup is different now with the robotic system. And we optimized it. And if you're in our clinic, you see that it's very efficient. But there behind the scenes, there's a big project going on to really optimize that. Also the layout of the OR. We were first in a rented situation with a small OR with a robot in it. It was crowded. The patient came in, the client came in and said, oh, gee, what a lot of people. Now it's twice as big. And they say, oh, nice. It's completely at ease in the OR. 
Very important, again, the mindset for your client. And the OR is also important in all the sets. We talked yesterday about the metal sets, metal trays, and that's important because it's all predicted. We know exactly in advance what kind of prosthesis, well, especially the sizes of prosthesis we are using. So our stock is very low. We have exactly the amount of trays we need. We don't have extra. So we use the metal trays because we don't want anything, eh, puncture of the wrapping stuff. So we all use the metal trays. Very important. And again, less disposable stuff because all the wrapping gives a lot of mess. What about the outpatient surgery? I started in 2009 with a PSI. I brought it from the States to Europe. Did a couple of thousands of them, so I like digitalization. And the next step was the optimization of the pathway of our clients. And this is strange. I started in 2013 with the Unini. 2014, I was even on the television about that. And I was very proud because it was daycare surgery. But now I'm older, grayer, and also a little bit wise and thinking, gee, as I started, what about that faster, faster? It's not about faster, it's about better. Very important. And the nice strange thing is also, if you talk about fast track, is we know, and it's there in the literature, that all the optimization is a better outcome for our clients. And if you look around at all the settings, I think even, well, maybe 50% really implemented the fast track. Up to two years, there was a hospital in Holland where the patients stayed for five, six days, incredible. So the know-how is there, but the implementation is not easy. And that's why I started, hey, we need action. We need to see how we can really implement all that stuff. This is a vision document of the medical specialist. It's in Dutch, very difficult, but it says, hey, we need as a medical specialist, take action to go for the innovation of healthcare. Very important. If you look at the NHS, it's the same, pioneering individuals yeah, to adopt innovation. So I think we should be in control as orthopedic surgeons. This is the timeline of our clinic. In 2017, we did a feasibility study. We bought robotic arm assisted surgery. So you know that I don't have a Ferrari, don't have a Tesla, nothing of that. I have my Mako. The first procedure is 2018 and we were in a rented situation in 2021. We have our own clinic, very nice, and we're increasing, increasing, and working on a second location. And the pathway is not easy, a lot of speed bumps, but we don't want to look back. We want to go for all the pieces of the puzzle. And I think that's nice of this meeting, is you hear a lot about the different pieces, and we have to put them together to optimize our client care. Some outcome, we have everything in dashboards, but I don't have enough time to really show it in dashboards. In 2022, 800 plus procedures, 99% of the clients recommended clinics. In the review side in Holland, in Holland it's from zero till 10, a 9.7, very important. And by going digital, 100% completed registration, arthroplasty registration in Holland and the length of stay, as I said, 23.9 hours. And this is very important, OR efficiency. 
average OR time, 42 minutes, even for my two younger colleagues. So that means that we can educate them up front and really have a reproducible outcome of the OR time. Average cage duration, 64 minutes. That's really wheels in, wheels out. Average surgeon downtime, 36 minutes. Closing the wound, opening the next one, 36 minutes. 99% started on time. 71% finished on time. Some later, some earlier. And this is very important. We can do eight cases. If we do eight cases, we start at 7 a.m. and we stop an average time at 4 39 p.m. So it is possible and at all with one OR. And that's efficiency. And what do we do? We have the ER, EMR, very important. That's really for financial stuff. We have now the EMR optimized for the orthopedic surgeon. We have the data from the robotic arm assisted surgery and the patient engagement ad platform. Patient engagement platform is really worthwhile to look into. It's a big additive value. But we have to combine the data, and this is very important. We have that in a dashboard. We combine the REST data, patient engagement platform, and the EMR. We bought a Snowflake system, and we put that in the Power BI. And that gives you a lot of power. This is an algorithm that we can, it's because of time, I will skip that. And this is very important, is that the response rate is very high. So by going digital, we can really optimize the outcome because we give them the outcome back as showed in the patient engagement platform previously. And we're working on the interactive online questionnaire that's ongoing now within this month, it's finished. The chatbot is very important and we cannot even talk about, because of time, the sustainability, but that's also very important. Hot topic, our clinic is when the sun shines in Holland and we have the OR running, we are energy neutral, very important topic and very hot. Most important part is, it's the patient who decides where to go. This is the outcome and that's where we do it for. And then we have a small video because I think it's important if we connect all the dots, we need to know what kind of dots we connect and we need where it's for. Thank you very much. Dr. Cord, thank you. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the Digital Orthopedics Podcast. If you find the talks as incredibly informative and topical as we did, please do share this podcast with your friends and leave us a nice review on your podcast player of choice. It would mean a lot to us if you did. 